like, oh. Yeah. Man. Yeah, we do with that. Live sin has made it easy. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, what about ready? All right. Oh, we, we record that? You know how I do it. The, the extra stuff in the beginning. Did you get that, that racist stuff that I said about? No. Okay. No. okay. Keep that to a minute. Right, that's, uh, that's to us, man. That's yeah. for us. Uh, uh, We're we doing something a little different right now. Welcome to the... Episode one, according to Sources yeah, Podcast. First, uh, first some time. people might recognize my sexy docile tones from the ETMF yeah, podcast. But we're doing something different. We decided to make sports, according to Sources, its own thing. Dre, founder, Senior. according to Sources, explain to the people what we're doing here. Um, we're just going to take everything that I write, um, all 7,000 words a day that I write, and we're going to um, try to, uh, I don't know. Can we start? It into a podcast? Yeah, we can condense all of that into something a little bit smaller, we decide, more we de- more accessible to people. Yeah, we decided to split off sports because we already know having uh, fans like us who like video games and sports is pretty rare. Yeah, we because really most, understand most people ain't going to be yeah. playing video games and looking at the NBA Finals. They're probably yeah. going to be playing them damn video games. Yeah, and we got, we got a, our producer now. Uh, since he don't know that much about sports, it's Derek Nelson, so he'll chime in from time to time. And Sean really just wanted to That's get Derek right. up out of here. Yeah. <laughs> He's been talking about it for they, about uh, a month yeah. now. They, they so pushed me off. He finally wanted to get him up out of here so we could talk about sports uninhibited without answering questions. Yeah, so, you know, we made it this own segment. This is a good time to start it. We just finished the NBA Finals. Uh, the Heat defeated the San Antonio Spurs four games to three. Uh, Dre yeah. wrote about 50 articles during the seven games. I did, but a lot of it wasn't even. I only wrote um, two things about the actual finals. A lot of it was about auxiliary things that were going on. Well, well we know what happened. We know LeBron kind of took over in uh, game seven. Um, Chris Bosh played like doo-doo. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tim Duncan missed the bunny at the end. And there that was, was a lot that. of things. What What are your overall impressions of the finals, Dre? Um, the Miami Heat were a really deserving um, champion. They, they, they actually they, they, they fought a little bit hard. They had to fight a lot harder than this time they did last time. Um, the Pacers beat them up. The Bulls beat them up. They really should have lost the finals to the Spurs. Um, they had to really fight back to, to actually win this finals. Um, they, they deserved this. They, they deserved it. Nobody was really playing well, including LeBron James, until um, Game 7. Um, Dwayne Wade was really bad, with the exception of maybe two games in the finals. Um, Mario Chalmers, it was a perfect Mario Chalmers uh, series. Uh, one game he was good. Next game he was absolutely Mario Chalmers. Uh, Norris Cole couldn't play. The Birdman was getting abused by Tim Duncan every time he touched the floor. Chris Bosh was garbage. Uh, Danny Green and, and Gary Neal were hitting three-pointers like they were friggin' Steve Kerr and Reggie Miller. It was unbelievable. Everything. It was, this was one of the best finals to watch. In a long time, I feel yeah. like. Everything that could have possibly have gone wrong for the Miami Heat in that series uh, went wrong, and they still somehow managed to pull it out. And I was um, on the According to Sources Facebook page, and I was telling people I've seen, because I, I knew they were going to win game six, even they were down by ten, because I've seen that exact same thing play out multiple times with the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan, with the Shaq and Kobe Lakers, with the regular Kobe Lakers. You think the team is out. You think they're down. You think they're going to lose the game. And then all of a sudden, they've won the game. Um, I've seen it plenty of times, and the same thing played out in, in these finals. You, you thought it was over. You, you thought they were going to lose. And somehow, some way, they, they pulled it out. They, they deserved the NBA championship. There's nothing more that you can throw at LeBron James as a, as a criticism of his game. 
Um, he, he ended the game, game seven, in a way that nobody thought that he would be able to. He hit jumper after jumper after jumper after jumper. Um, and that's what everyone has been, been wanting him to do. They've wanted him to close out a big game without the free throw line, without easy layups and transition against a tough team. And he did that. Um, three-point slider was already at the max. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at the, beginning, at the beginning of the game, he was hitting every three-pointer. He was the best three-point shooter on both teams. The cra- I mean, you have to give him something. And um, I think by giving him those shots. Oh, don't you think at halftime they should have decided he's hitting his jumper and maybe we should change something? Nope, because the only reason why they were still in that game is because they they continued to let him keep shooting. Once they allow, they start letting him pass that ball around to Chalmers and Shane Battier, which they, they ended up shutting that down in the second half because they, they decided in the, second, in the first half they were going to let Shane Battier be the one who was shooting, and he hit five, fucking, he hit five straight three-pointers. Um, so they decided to, to let LeBron shoot because if you keep letting Shane Battier and Norris Cole and um, Mike Miller and Chalmers get wide-open three-pointers, they're going to hit wide-open three-pointers. That's just the way that it goes. You have to take something away from a great player. The best thing that LeBron does, LeBron James does, is get the other guys involved in the game. And they decided that if they're going to lose that game, they're not going to lose the game by allowing those dudes to blow them out and hit a million three-pointers. That's just, uh, and I agree with the strategy. You have to give LeBron James a jumper because if you don't, he's going to go to the hole. He's going to get and ones. The crowd's going to get involved. They're going to get amped. Then next thing you know, those guys start hitting three pointers on the perimeter, and you end up having to give him the jumper anyway. So um, the reason the game was close is because it was a little stretch in time where he stopped hitting shots, and they were able to get back into the game. All things being considered, if Tim Duncan hits that little, um, that little. Three foot. Uh, uh, it reminded me so much of a play. I can't remember what year. Maybe ninety four with Patrick Ewing um, against the uh, the Indiana Pacers. He had a clear lane right down the basket, and oh, instead yeah, of yeah. dunking the ball, he, he tried to finger. He, say, he said he couldn't dunk it because his knees. He 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 didn't even. He took off from the three point line. I don't know what he picked up his dribble at the free throw line when he could have taken four he more said, dribbles. He said if his knees wasn't bad, he would have dunked that ball. He didn't have to dunk it. He finger rolled it from half court. I don't know what I don't know what he was doing, but that play reminded me so much of that because Tim Duncan was he was basically inside of the basket, yeah. and those are shots that, that Tim Duncan just never ever misses. I think he was surprised he was so open. And then he missed the tip in, which yeah. he never misses those either. It was a it was an amazing um, seventh game. It was a microcosm of the entire series. And I delayed the recording of this podcast by yeah. We were supposed to do the podcast on Thursday. But yeah, we actually we, couldn't. We had to watch that shit. Had to watch the game. It was crazy. It was a good um, series. It yeah, it was good. good. I, I'm I'm sad. It, basketball is my favorite sport. So I'm I was actually ready. Over. I was actually ready for the season to be over. I can't even lie. And I posted that like in the middle of that game. I'm I'm I was ready for this season to be over. I, it wouldn't be bad for them to to maybe you know. Take away a couple of these, uh, pre, these, uh, some of the games. Maybe it's seventy-two games. Money, this is it's so too, boring. It's, it's so, it's so long and so drawn out that by the end of the season, I was actually drained watching basketball. And I never thought that I'd say that. I was just drained watching all of these games. I was too, ready for it to be over. It's just too much money involved, man. It is. It's a lot of money involved. But I think the product is is starting to to suffer from all of these games being played. And a lot of these teams that are playing these games not being really good. Uh, it's a lot of blowouts. A lot of games were got with teams. Like I was telling, I've been arguing with people who think that the game is better now because of all of these um, sabermetrics. But 
teams scored more points back in the uh, back in the eighties and nineties. Um, in the 60s and the 70s, they scored more points. Um, shooting percentages were better back then. Guys could actually hit jump shots. I think uh, people, weren't people, people weren't flopping. They were actually playing defense. When people actually did flop, it was for a reason. Yeah, it, it was because someone was actually hitting them, uh, not the LeBron James. Uh, hey, man, everybody in the NBA now, they practice how they will fall if a sniper bullet hit them. Do you think the that for, like, 2K – they actually like work on their flop physics, so it looks they, real. It, it they might should, be, but they don't. Like I mean, that would that would be a little bit more realistic. He's about that to. I'm going to let y'all go. Now, you guys know. I want your opinion on this. I'm going to let you guys know. He's about to go off. I'm I'm in, there has been all over social media. It was a picture taken of Danny Green dapping up with Brian James the night after they lost at a, a club in Miami, and people are acting like he was like a he was guilty of treason. Like, what did you think about that? Before I get I, into my opinion, I don't think. First of all, I don't think that he was in there partying. No. With LeBron James and the Miami Heat. I'll, I'll say that to begin with. Now, my opinion, if he were, I would have a problem with that. I would have a problem with him partying with the team. That If this was Derrick Rose, I would not want him to be inside of some club in Chicago with LeBron James partying like we did not just lose the NBA championship. Like, if you want to go out and party, I don't have a problem with that. I don't want you going out and partying with the guys that just beat us for the NBA championship. Well, the thing, too, is that did people not notice that Danny Green didn't dap up with any of them when the game was over? He just went to the locker room. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a problem. He went over there and, 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 and said his hellos, and then he walked away. That's fine. But I think people are, are believing that he was in there, like, kicking it, kicking it with them when he really hey, man, wasn't. Was he supposed to be at the hotel with Timmy? I don't How know. How old Danny Green? 25, 26? Something like that. And where is he usually in San Antonio? Yeah, you go to Miami, it's probably hey, man, a lot of uh, women what, out what there. Charles, what do Charles Barkley say about San Antonio? I don't know what the hell he, he said. What did he say? He said he has a lot of grizzly bears out there, something <laughs> like that. That... that, that uh, that much, um, it, it, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to insult the people of. Am I, uh, I, my producer is trying to see if my mic's working. Mic check one, two. We good? All right. I don't want to get into offending the people of San Antonio, but Miami definitely does have a lot of beautiful women. So I can understand why Danny Green wouldn't want to just be moping around. And I don't, like I said, I don't begrudge him from going out and having a drink after something as heartbreaking as losing the finals, considering how badly he played in the last two games. So that's cool. But if he was out there, if, if they would have had multiple pictures with him and Drake and LeBron out there kicking it, that's a problem. You can't be that guy. You can't be that guy. It, it, I, I don't technically think there's anything wrong with that. It's just the perception. It is the perception. And also, it's like how it becomes how how much importance do you put into what just happened from a fan's perspective? Like, people who aren't uh, Spurs fans, y'all could all shut the hell up. You don't care right. about Danny Green. <laughs> you don't care about the Spurs. But for the Spurs fans, if they have a problem with that, I could completely understand it because I don't want my guys – Fraternizing with the enemy I mean, right cool. after we lost. You know what? I understand that. But my biggest issue with that is like in every other walk of life, like people who you want to lose badly, like these CEOs, 
They don't want other companies to make no money, but they kick it hard as hell. I mean, that's different, though, because I'm not rooting for them. So as a fan, you're rooting for but these that guys. Doesn't, that doesn't make it wrong I, just, because I, people I, are rooting for it. No, it doesn't make it wrong, but it makes it wrong for the fan. Like I, like I told you uh, when we were texting, you know, fans want to believe that the guys care about it as much as they do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, I just want people to understand you only play these sports for 10 to 15 years of your whole damn life. It ain't no need of making 200 enemies based on every other team you play in those 10 I don't think they want years. them to be enemies so I, much as people, they're saying. People talk about like, but those are people I like who are not. Better those aren't those people. Aren't people hated who, each other. Nope, and that's stupid because they didn't hate each other back then. They just didn't know each other. Like, right, that's the exactly. difference. They didn't know each other. It wasn't a hatred about it. It's like, I don't know Magic Johnson. Michael didn't. Magic and Michael didn't didn't really know each other. Yeah, they didn't know each other. That's why when they, for the first finals, they really didn't know each other and they didn't, like, they acted like it. They acted like two guys who had just really met. The only time they really met each other is during NBA um, All-Star Games and that's like, what, one or two days and most of the time you're doing promotional things and you don't really get to talk to guys the first time they really that was such a big fucking deal it's and it wasn't a big deal besides people who just don't like the miami heat but like i said for a spurs fan if you look at it and say you know i don't really i don't really care about it i can understand like you said man it's about time to let go of the lebron hate i'm not a heat fan but leave a man alone like i don't like lebron but i can recognize what he does now I'm going to need people to stop bringing up Kobe every time somebody talk about LeBron just once. I think it has to be uh, vice, it has to be vice versa because every time LeBron wins something, the same people bring up Kobe. It's not like there's like the Kobe fans are coming out of the woodworks. The well, LeBron, people say like he's doing better than it. It doesn't matter. Like why are you comparing these people? That, that, it all needs to stop. Yeah. Kobe was is was is great. Michael, I, that's a completely different podcast because I. Personally, I don't care what LeBron James does at this point. He has to win eight championships now. <laughs> because, I mean... To but they're also... But that's one of the things with LeBron and uh, Kobe. And it's like, people need to understand that skill... How skillful you are and how successful you are aren't mutually exclusive. Or they, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not the same thing. No. You know, like, people are just like... You know, well, Kobe got more rings, so he's a better player. Well, Robert Ory got seven rings. That'll make yeah. him better than most people. That, th- he ain't better than Charles Barkley. I think, like, we were talking about it beforehand. I think at the pinnacle, like, I don't believe that LeBron James is going to get any better. This is who he is, for better or for worse. This is the player you're going to get. And that's a great player. But for what I want from my alpha dog player, I grew up watching Michael Jordan, so I like that type of basketball player. I like the fearless type of basketball player. And LeBron isn't always fearless. Sometimes you can see that he's a little skittish in the game. And that's not a knock on him because he's still a great player. But you can always tell. Okay, I'll put it to you like this. And I've, I've asked a bunch of people this and they can nobody can ever answer. Sometimes the smart basketball player is not always the right one. And LeBron is always trying to make the smart basketball play, not realizing that sometimes uh, a seven-foot jump shot for Udonis Haslam is a worse shot than you taking a damn shot. Don't be like that, man. I like Udonis. Udonis is awful. <laughs> <laughs> He's been bad. He was bad in this entire series and damn near the entire playoffs. That's why he couldn't. He didn't really play because he was well, awful. We'll, we'll go ahead and put a, uh, a seal on the NBA season for this year. There's all types of NBA stuff to talk about. We'll, yeah, we're going to we'll, talk, we'll talk about draft, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers, Doc Rivers when it's finally over with. Free agency. Well, it's over. He's a Clippers coach now. Well, we're going to see what's going to happen with the KG part. Uh, they're not, they're not, the, the league isn't going to let him do it. You don't think so? Nah. 
because uh-huh. they're still if it happens they're still going to see it as yeah. part of the same deal. So David Stern is he's he loves cock blocking uh, Chris Paul for yeah. some <laughs> odd reason. I don't. I yeah. don't understand it. He, he, he a, hates he, Chris he Paul. He is a gigantic business uh, cock blocker. He, he hates Chris Paul. He hates him. Everything good that Chris Paul wants to do, he wants to eliminate it. Well, <laughs> let's move on to another Homer topic, these Stanley Cup finals. It's been beautiful. And we've talked about how none of us have really watched hockey a lot. I've been watching all this playoffs and a little bit of regular season, man. These games are tense. And that's how, that's how playoff hockey is all the time. Tense. I love hockey. Man. I tell you what, Bergeron getting hurt um, in that last game really helped the Blackhawks because I think they probably would have lost because um, when they scored that first goal in the first, like, two minutes of the uh, third period, I thought it was over because they were getting pressure, unbelievable pressure, for, like, at least four or five minutes of that um, I felt like, I feel like a period. lot of this series, like, Boston be bullying their ass. Like, That's because, have you seen Zidane Char? Was he, like, is that He's, like, nine feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody, like, the Blackhawks are a finesse team. Like, there's no more Dustin uh, Bufflins and um, right. guys like that on our team that are, you know, going to mix it up. We are a finesse team. We got Marion Hosa. Patrick Kane is, is, like, your size. He's, like, your height and your size. Um, and he, yeah, to be man, completely man. honest with you, he's—I think uh, Patrick Kane is lighter than you. <laughs> so, really? Yeah, man. he's a real, he real small a dude. Guy, yeah. He's real small, and then um, he's, Jonathan Taze—he's a—he's not like some bruiser either. We just have a bunch of guys that are more skilled than they you are. Keep saying we. Yeah, I mean, we're, talk- <laughs> we're talking about the Blackhawks. Straight it, Homer, It's going to be like that. Uh, yeah. We just have a bunch of guys. Hey, man, that but, are, hey hopefully tomorrow night, uh, people in Chicago will be celebrating. Uh, the the Blackhawks uh, yeah. hoisting that Stanley Cup. A lot of Chelsea Dagger playing, hopefully, and get that music playing. Yeah. It'd be nice. I'm, I'm actually going to have to hit these streets to watch that game. And it will also be nice to beat Boston because I just don't want to see that city win another championship in anything. I'm so tired of that damn. Just tired of them. They and they, they act like they're so uh, oppressed when they're not winning championships. Like they didn't just win championships with the Bruins and the Celtics and Patriots. Shut the hell up. And the Red Sox, too. And the Red Sox. Shut like the hell up. Like, this last 10 to 15 years, they've yeah, been pretty been, good to Boston. been very, very good to that to that uh, city. So, shut the hell up complaining. Nobody want to hear that from y'all. Oh, uh, well, we're going to get into the last topic I got down here. I don't know if you got anything else that's very, very weird, but sports-related. What the hell is up with Aaron Hernandez? Did he really just go He's Ray Caruth right now. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Like, was he just like, you know what? I'm about to just get my thug on. Like, you can't just be shooting people execution style in suburban Maryland. I don't like, even know. Now. You know, I don't know what he did, but the fact that he broke his surveillance cameras, smashed his cell phone, and called in a cleaning service to scrub his place down so the cops couldn't find anything. He's that dude. Um, I think that do not few, pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. You're going straight to jail. I think. Um, I think that obstruction of justice is going to get... That's just a felony, isn't it? Yeah, and I think it's going to be more than that when it's all said and done because I have a very, very bad feeling that he may have had more to do with just obstruction of justice because nobody goes through, you know, goes to these lengths. He's on some Ray Lewis type stuff, man. He's burning clothes. (laughs) Like... You, hey man, get off Ray Ray, man. Do you really want to go through that? You telling me Ray didn't burn them clothes and tell those hey people? Man, I didn't really follow that a lot back at that time. Yeah, Ray All did something. All I'm gonna say is that, um, for a man to just totally uh, turn his life over to religion, he did something. He did something. He did. Something. Ray wasn't. He wasn't past the Ray when he was out there whooping <laughs> ass. I'm just letting y'all know. 
There wasn't no crosses the flying. The only crosses flying was that right. The, weirdest, the right cross. The weirdest part about the Aaron Hernandez situation is they're like, yeah, Aaron Hernandez is uh, is in the house. And, like you just see how cops treat rich folks. But do you like see that? how you how the media is treating him though? He's on some straight up OJ watch where they like they think he's a flight risk, and every time he leaves the house. They got a camera on on a helicopter like, following them. Who's just like there's an arrest warrant, but they haven't executed it yet? I don't know because uh, they definitely if they, if you're gonna arrest them, just arrest them. Right. And it's funny because the Patriots, um, they told them, you know, you gotta get your ass up out of here. Um, you can't come around here no more. Right. Until you get this all sorted out, don't 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 bring your ass, your murdering ass, to Gillette <laughs> Stadium no more. Don't don't do that. We don't want you around here. Yeah. Like T-ball suit up is tight end. Another thing, they had. <laughs> A locksmith come. I'm like, what the hell y'all need a locksmith for? He's in the house. Knock on the damn door. I don't know what. You have a warrant? I don't know what's going on with it. It's the most bizarre story I've seen in a really long time. The fact that they won't arrest him. They think he's done something. He can't go. He can't. His career may actually be over. Was he 23? Yeah, but we should have known something was up when he was throwing dice in the goddamn end zone and making yeah, it rain. He tell he tell him, tell him Wes Welker, I'm gonna kick. What did he tell Wes Welker? I kick your ass. He did. Yeah, he threatened Wes Welker, and he's you why know, he do that because he's crazy. They somebody is suing him because he shot him in the face. Allegedly, he shot him in the face. Allegedly. When he gets the yeah, because he's gonna pay some money out and he's not gonna get convicted of it because he shot him in the face. Maybe they was just playing. You you want to play around like that? No, I don't. I don't play with guns, man. And why is he? Because he's know. crazy. I don't know I what's think, going on with that. I don't know. I, I will say that I'm sad that um, we're at that part of the year where the only thing that's on is baseball. Baseball. Because I'm a I'm a White Sox fan, and, and the White Sox good. are playing terrible. Last time I checked, they lost like 17 in the last 18 games in a row. They are awful, and I think um, they need to suit me up. Shit. Yeah, they I can go out there and play that there. bad. They can throw anybody out there. I think uh, well, well, I just checked somebody's. Um, what's the idiot? Adam Dunn. Like he's hitting all the these. Idiot. He's he's hitting all of these home runs. He's hitting like two twelve. And striking out like yeah. every. He hits a home run after every fifteenth uh, strikeout. God, he's betting. He's. I think he's betting like like under. He may be betting under two hundred. He's awful. He's terrible. I'm sick of these goddamn. I'm sick of the White Sox. The Cubs are even worse. <laughs> It's unbelievable how bad uh, our, our baseball is in the city right now. How do you go from winning a championship in 2005? That team was old, though. That had, team was old then. We had more opportunities to win after that, and it never really came together. Unbelievable. They let all that pitching go. Yeah, they didn't want to spend that money. That's a Reinsdorf thing for you, though. He's never wanted to spend that money. That's not how he rolls. No. So, I mean, uh, this was that's all I got for the first episode of According Sources. You got anything else? I kind of wanted to talk about that Doc Rivers thing. Go ahead. We got it, time. It's only been 20 minutes. Let's oh, go okay. ahead and knock him Doc Rivers. It's funny, though. If he was a player doing exactly what he's doing right now, he get railroaded. He would get destroyed. Yeah. What the hell is the difference between what he's doing now and what Dwight Howard did just two years ago? Was he ago? basically just like, I, I feel like Boston needs a new coach or something? He like was that? like, I don't. He, I think I'm ready for a change. Like, what the hell is the difference? He got like three years left on his contract that he decided right. he didn't want to, or two years. He just didn't want to coach a terrible team. Yeah, he just don't want to coach a terrible team. So what makes that any different than a player like Dwight Howard 
or Carmelo Anthony. Well, I feel like I think that uh, some people feel like Boston is putting him in a terrible situation. What situation? That's not necessarily. He signed the contract. I mean, teams rebuild. I mean, it happens. Yeah, that's what happens. So if a player gets railroaded. Why is Doc Rivers getting, like, this pass on basically being a jackass and saying that I just want to quit on this team because I don't want to coach a bad team? Because everybody loves Doc Rivers. I don't give a damn, man. He's doing the same thing. It's the same principle. You, If you want players to play out their contract and not force their way out of a city, then coaches should not be allowed to do or not given a pass for doing the exact same thing. It's unbelievable. What he's doing is no different than what a, what a player would do because they don't want to play on a team that's garbage anymore. I mean, they call it the the Dwight Mayor and the I don't mellow drama. Like, why aren't they just giving somebody else a shot? What you mean? Like, I'm hearing that like Del Negro is uh, talking to another team. Del Negro is awful. Like, why is like why are they trading for Doc Rivers instead because, of giving Brian Shaw a shot? Or because Doc because Doc Rivers can put them over the top. He can change the culture of that team and make them better. He could actually instill an offensive scheme, something that Vinny Del Negro never did. They didn't even have an offense when Vinny Del Negro How was coaching. How does he keep getting jobs? I don't know. He must have pictures of someone somewhere. <laughs> I don't understand it. He's terrible. He was a terrible coach with the Bulls. He was a terrible coach with the Clippers. When he, when, I mean, the only reason why they were good is because they had Chris Paul. And then they went out there and got all those other players – but a lot of the a lot of the players would say that they didn't have an offensive scheme, and a lot of what they did was just whatever the hell Chris Paul wanted to do, which is why DeAndre Jordan and Blake Griffin really don't like Chris Paul. Yeah, they don't like him they, because uh, they 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 think that he has too much control over what they do. They want to run, and Chris Paul wants to play a more organized half court offense where it's a lot of pick and rolls. But that like but then even Chris Paul would say at the end of games we weren't really running plays. It was just a bunch of pick and rolls for me and then me trying to figure out what to do. That's because Vinny Del Negro has no offense. If you remember when he coached the Bulls, a lot of what he did was just pick and roll with Ben Gordon and yeah, pick man, and uh, he had like game tying winning plays when Derrick Rose would be on the bench. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, the last the last game before they got um, eliminated, he played, I think, almost everybody. He everybody everybody on, on his team in an elimination game. What the hell are you doing? What who, what coach? In what world? Grant Hill played, like, 15 minutes in that game. Grant Hill retired after the season for a reason because he was no longer a good basketball player. Why do you have Grant Hill on the floor? And then the thing that got you to where you were – was having Jamal Crawford on your team and having Jamal Crawford come. He wasn't even playing Jamal Crawford. His whole rotations got switched out of nowhere. He was getting out coached. By, by somebody I don't even think is that great of a coach. Well, I mean, when you're terrible, everybody's bad. And I, I, I argue with one of my friends all the time because he keeps saying that Vinny Del Negro is a good coach, my friend Sean Covington. And I'm just like, on what, like that's why you should never talk about basketball. Just like I tell him that all the time. I'm just like, stick to something else, man. Because if you're looking at Vinny Del Negro and it was like, man, that's a damn good coach, you should kill yourself. <laughs> and, and if and, and I know that Boston fans are, are they're asking to be saved from them even thinking about signing. The only way they can be saved from Vinny Del Negro is if the Nuggets um sign him. I and think that would be terrible. It's going to be I mean? terrible wherever he goes. He is. Awful. He is one of the worst coaches I've ever seen. He does nothing good. That is hilarious. He doesn't do anything good, and that's why they were in such a rush to get um to get Doc Rivers. And it's amazing because the Clippers really wanted to back up out of that. They really wanted to be done with that. 
And then Chris Paul stepped in and was like, uh, I got no, still you're not. These papers, though. No, you're not. You're not done with that, with that Doc Rivers thing. We're going to get Doc Rivers. And then they went back out there and got Doc Rivers. See, it's funny how that whole situation worked. Because you have Doc Rivers strong-arming his way out of Boston, and then you have Chris Paul strong-arming his way into Doc Rivers. I mean, I don't know. It's a lot of melodrama in the leagues in general, man, not just the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These, I would say the NBA, it seems like players in the NBA got a lot more power than any other. Yeah, because they have a union. <laughs> you know, well, or, union one that, that works. Actually, yeah, yeah exactly. one that actually works. I feel like the NFL PA don't do shit but bend over and take whatever the NFL. They have, that. that is the worst union, man. Like, they make, they make everything so difficult for their players to succeed. Like, I don't even understand how, like, if any league should have contracts that are that not guaranteed, guaranteed right. it would be the NBA. Right. But amazingly, the league with more injuries, more career-ending injuries, has no guarantees with the money that they that they get paid. How does that work out? Who's running that damn? Um, who's running that union? Whoever I don't understand how for years nobody it's been now. like that. They don't have nobody. Yeah, they, I know. They got rid yeah. of. Them. I don't know how it's been working for years like that though. That the owners have gotten away. They everyone says that the owners always kick the NBA players' asses in um, these negotiations, but. The NFL players have been getting railroaded for years. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand all the drama that's going on in sports and everything. Uh, I, I just want to see the games being played. Uh, I want to see uh, that Stanley Cup get hoisted tomorrow, man. I would, I would, I would like that. I would actually like a game seven would be crazy, but I don't know if my heart can take it. I, I don't want any more. I can barely, games. my heart can barely uh, beat properly in, in game. Any games going on so far? The only thing I'm worried about with the Blackhawks right now is whether or not um, Taze is is, is going to be able to play because he may have a concussion. Because um, that was a clean hit that the guy got on him, but he got him pretty good in the back of the head. So. I was saying this earlier, like in hockey, they like they take those hits on purpose. Because if I turned around and I saw a dude coming at me full speed, I would just hit the ground and let him run out, like run into the boards over me. But I guess you'd be a punk if you did that. Yeah, and then you wouldn't get that penalty either. Yeah, but they, they ain't been calling it. Yeah, that was a clean. That one was a clean hit. That was a clean hit. Um, Thirty minutes. Okay, that's, that's not bad. Show, yeah, man. it was that a clean one, hit. Yeah, what'd you think, Dre? First episode. Yeah, the first one was good. It was a little rocky, but you know, it'll get better with time. There's a segment where it wasn't recorded. I don't know how it happened. Are you serious? It was only for me. <laughs> Derek sabotaging the court of sources because well, he ain't on it. It picked up when you started talking about the. Uh, I think it was about Game Seven. Well, well we're gonna have a little break. Be, I'll put some music. Yeah, in we'll have. A, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get the elevator music. <laughs> get the elevator the, music the, the, the in segment. Um, yeah, it was good to to do a sport like like have a long you know get all out. our thoughts out because usually we rush in sports at the yeah, end. Yeah, get of that the, shit out of here real quick. Podcast, so. We're going to try to get this out, get it on iTunes, get it on Stitcher, get it get it everywhere else, get it posted. Um, hopefully, Derek won't hate on uh, later episodes of uh, According to Sources. No, I wasn't trying to hate, man. Just be doing weird shit sometimes. Hey, man, it happens. It happens. But uh, that's all for episode one. Yeah, um, you know, like us, you know, like yeah, According to Sources. Tell, on, what, tell me what to do. Yeah, like According to Sources on, um, on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. It's A2Sources. Go to the website. 
read things, share he things. Some, he's posting some right now. It's quite possible that I may be doing that. I have a, I have a nice phone that can do things like that. <laughs> um, but among, uh, you know, more importantly than that, if you, you like talking about sports, you, you like, you know, it's, it's better to write about it because then more people get to read your thoughts. So if you want to do something like that, you can send me an email, according to sources at gmail.com. You can write something. I'll post it for you. No, according to number two sources. Yeah, it's a two because someone else took two. So I had to do other things. Uh, I had to be creative. So if you want to do something, you know, send an email. I have no problems. The whole, the whole, the whole reason behind the website is for fans to have an outlet for their opinion. So I want to get you guys' opinion on many, as many things as possible. Unless you think that it's not okay for people on different teams to dap up because that's stupid. I don't want to hear that. No, nah, if, 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 forget that. Even if you want to talk about how Danny Green is a traitor, you, I mean, whatever you want to talk about. I mean, I'm not going to allow so much of that because it's not going to be a lot of the same damn stories. So for you people who just want to argue about LeBron James and Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan, I'm going to kick that shit out immediately. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. But if you have any, you know, a well-thought-out thing that you want to get off your chest, by all means, let me know. I'll make you a contributor. You can go on the website yourself and post it yourself, put your pictures on, no, share it to like, whoever you want, want to. Like, we understand people have fans and things like that. This is my opinion. I'm just putting it on for Dre. He's being nice about this because he wants y'all to write. But I'm going to keep it real. Don't be hitting him up with no stupid biased things that yeah. don't make no sense and aren't logical. Like, no, the, okay. We don't have to agree. But if it feels like you came from a logical place with it. Yeah. If you have a well thought out opinion, yes. I, it's not going to be any fanboy um, bandwagon nonsense like that because I am the editor in chief and I have the ability to nix that immediately. Yeah, like if you're a diehard Miami Heat fan, but you ain't never been to Florida. We ain't trying to hear that. And I'm not trying to hear about LeBron James being better than Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan being better than LeBron James, unless it is a well thought out idea that you show empirical evidence that's going to back up what you're saying it can't be some some random nonsense about lebron being better because he's 28 and he has two championships and michael only had one like i don't want to read that and i don't want it on my <laughs> website either i'm not writing about that shit and neither will you it's just not going to happen start your own damn website exactly but the idea that I, this was for me to start a website for fans in general and i and people write there have been people that, are, that have written for it but of the 500 or so um articles i think 450 of them a bit Bobby, but ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with that. He's only talking about last month. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong too. with that. But I do want more fans to email me and let me know if you, you know if you guys want to write. I do have a guy that's writing something for me right now. He'll have it up. I, like I said before, my cousin wrote something. Somebody read it. Now they I want him to write a book. Sean wrote something. I, people write. So and you know you put it out there and people read your stuff and then they converse with you about it. it it's just, it's an open line of communication for the fans. Use it. If you don't, so what. I'll still use it. Yeah, he he, he doesn't mind uh, posting articles all damn day. While I'm at work. While he's at work. But that's it for episode one of According to Sources. We'll be back at you next week. Uh, we're, we're probably, we're already talking about for the summer months, these going to be shorter episodes. It's not going to be a lot to talk about. Unless this um, free agency in basketball gets ridiculous. Because I don't think we're going to get on here and talk about baseball much. We just, no. not to the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not even really, I'm not a big baseball guy. So yeah. I watch more hockey than baseball. All right, uh. For Dre, I'm Sean, A2S Episode 1, we out. Screw you, Derek.